Welcome to Live, Love, Enjoy with Kendra and Allison. We hope you find solutions to the questions you have so you can elevate yourself, your personal growth, and your life. We help you thrive. Hello and welcome. I'm Allison. And I'm Kendra. Today we have Whitney Hammond. Welcome, Whitney. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hello. We are so excited to have you today. For all of you listening, Whitney is the principal of Sovereign Wealth Management and has been in personal practice since 1997. She's a recognized leader in the Canadian financial planning field. And I think even more dear to your heart, she is the founder of From Wallet to Wealth. This was created to speak to women to help mentor educate and inspire women to living and leading empowered lives. So I know your past, Whitney, has really been instrumental in shaping both of these aspects of your life. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure. Um, You know, if we go back to the beginning, because I think it all starts with the beginning, I picked up the feelings of my mom. She felt financially held hostage by my dad. And I watched that from the age of two years old. And she would tell me her feelings about it. It was so scary to me that I decided at a young age that I wasn't going to let that happen. And you know, what's really interesting is that it happened. And I got into the same place that she was. So this is going back many years ago. I was in this marriage where it was stripped away. I was stripped away of friends. I was stripped away of family. I was moved geographically a little bit further away than, you know, where my surroundings were. And I was isolated and financially held hostage. It was awful. And of course with abuse. And then I ended up saying like, I I have to do something. And that's where the woman shelter started because I fleed to the the woman shelter, that's where I had a moment of clarity and realized that it was me that had to change. I had to change. That person that I was married to was arrested criminally and put in jail and we have a lifetime restraining order. So I never saw him again, but I had two little children who were also hurt and I needed to very quickly establish some wealth, (laughs) some income. I'm telling you, when I came out of that women's shelter, I wasn't in there very long, halting women's place. I catapulted out of there and said, I'm going to help everyone so that they never, ever have to experience what I experienced. And if I was financially independent, and even though I was financially savvy, I got raked over by this guy. I think that one of the things is that as women, we're vulnerable from the get-go, right from the gate, we're, we're vulnerable because we're smaller, we're weaker. Um, and I don't mean that as a sexist comment. What I mean that, about that is that when you're walking to your car late at night, don't tell me you're not looking over your shoulder to make sure that someone's not following you because someone can club us, okay? And that's what I mean by being smaller. So we have, it's instilled with us. We grow up with this vulnerability. Then many of us, have children. And that creates the second vulnerability where it's very easy to trap us because we are going to do anything for those children, anything, including staying in a very difficult situation, very unhealthy situation. So I built Sovereign Wealth Management 
And my idea was to be able to help everybody so that they didn't get in this situation. And I think that if you have basic understanding of financial building blocks and the self-esteem of being able to make money, pay your own bills, put your big girl boots on, the chances of this stuff happening is going to lower because you're not a good victim. You're just not a good victim. They're not going to pick you. They're not going to pick me today because I suck at being a victim. So they're going to go to somebody else. And from Wallet to Wealth was born because I was donating for years, significant amounts of money to Halton Women's Place. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to make this bigger and I'm going to start to have a lot of ladies follow so that we could create an environment where we could all support each other, support each other, you know, as friends, support each other with businesses, teach women how to do something significant in your life. What is that? And let us be your cheerleaders as you build whatever that is. And then also to teach women to give. We're very giving, but I mean, to teach women to give financially, because we're very careful with our money, with their nest eggs, you know, and we don't want to even give $50 away. And the thing is, is that the more you give, the more you receive. And I've proven it. The more money I give away in my company, I watch my revenues go up and I'm like, holy crap, (laughs) don't worry about lean years, right? Just keep supporting, keep giving. And it's all in the spirit of giving. But definitely what I want for people to know is that they don't have to be held financially hostage. And we do it just in our own minds, whether we're male or female, we're always worrying about this damn money thing, right? And we create this hostage environment to ourselves, where we can invite the wealth into our life and invite the clients into our life, invite the lifestyle that we choose to have. The world is about abundance and it will come. But when we get into that small mind, oh my God, it's not a good place to be. And that's what creates this whole negative energy. We really don't need to be here. Wow. I love so much of what you said. Just want to go back to a couple things. I had chills when you were talking about the clarity you had when you were in the shelter. You weren't there very long and you jumped out and just started running. Can you tell us how did that look? How did that come about? People might be in a situation close to being in a shelter or not knowing what to do. How do I get there? I know I have to change. How does this happen for me? Was there something... You know what it was? It was validation hit me in the face. This is the problem because we're not validated. Our feelings aren't validated. As women, we're not validating each other. Like So when I went to Halton Women's Place, I told them, like, this is part of what's going on, part of what I knew what was going on. There was a lot going on that I didn't know. But anyhow, the woman validated me. And that's when it was like, poof, it hit me in the face. And it was just this loud thought of like, I have to change. I was trying to change him. Mm-hmm. I had to change yeah. somebody that goes to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell was I thinking? I had to change. I had to make decisions, get going, grow up and do the things that I needed to do to not allow that stuff in my life. How did I allow that in my life? I didn't have a good relationship with my my dad. My dad didn't have a good relationship with his daughter. So I, I learned a message from a very young child. 
I was a woman and I was a second class citizen. He was old school, born in 1923. He didn't have me until he was almost in his mid 40s. So I had that message. So I learned very quickly that in order to change things in my life, I had to change me. I needed to become healthier. You come from a gracious warrior, not a bows and arrows, I'm going to kill you, but a, a gracious woman warrior stable, secure, and strong so that I'm not pulling these people into my orbit because I was a victim Mm -hmm. and I was raised from the day I was born to think with a victim mentality, five kids in the family. I watch all of them in the victim mentality. It's a horrible, horrible place to be. And unfortunately, many of us get there and anybody who is feeling like a victim get help. Talk to Kendra, talk to Allison. They know how to bounce you out of this, this stuff, but you can let this go. You really can. But it's by talking to somebody who has been there to say, I know how to get out of this. You don't want to be a host to being a victim in in your life. I wish I knew this when I was younger. Yeah. You talked about the vulnerability. There's vulnerable and there's weakness and victim. So there are three different things. When you're a victim, you're weak because you can't see your own worth. But being vulnerable has that magic of allowing your true self to come through. So it's a balancing act of perception. Yeah, You can be vulnerable and see yourself as weak, but at the same time, you can be vulnerable and see yourself as very strong because you realize that goddess power, that yeah. feminine divine power that you spoke of within you, which is the validation that women are strong and they've been pushed down for so long. They're the ones who have the children. They're the ones who were the life force of tribes and ancient civilization. And that's what we have to get back to, which is beautiful that you found this through that validation. That's so true. I just want to interject here for a second because men love that. Don't know what the percentage is. So let's just say 10% can be in, you know, these abusers, if you want to call them, and 90% can be wonderful. I do know for a fact, majority of men do not understand abuse. They just cannot do this because they see the goddess in a woman. Men love, I think they just love forever. They can still love their high school sweetheart. So you're right. Vulnerability does come into places. But at the time when I was in the woman's shelter, I wasn't at that time digging in to say, oh, I can be this powerful, vulnerable goddess. I can be that today, (laughs) but I couldn't Mm. be that back then. I needed at that time to really make some changes. Yeah for somebody again, who's in this situation, you have the validation. Have you witnessed a common first step, if you will, to get to that place? Because jumping from years, perhaps of abuse, or that weakness, that victimization, that being a victim to that power, that's a massive jump and you need the steps in between because if mm-hmm. somebody's looking at this, they can't go, oh my God, I can't be Whitney or I can't be whomever they're wanting to emulate if they're in that victim mode. So that validation first from the other women tribe, it will most likely come from. And then the initial step. The initial step is to ask for help. You have to ask for help and be honest to say, this is what's going on. Because I want to let you know 
that whatever you think is going on is about 10% of what's really going on. If somebody is feeling like, I don't think this is adding up in my life. I don't think I signed up for this. I'm not feeling good. Really, is this all there is in my life? I'm supposed to be you know, treated like this way. Even if it's just the, I hate to use the word condescending, but the feeling of being belittled is to ask for help. And it doesn't mean that people need to get separated and divorced. When you show up as a new woman, your man is going to show up as a new man. When there's illegal things going on, that's a different situation. So asking for help and taking that help because women don't want to take help. They don't think that they deserve it. They want to be the helper. They want to be the nurse. They want to be the mom. Ask for help, take the help, and then pray that you follow through. Every day you pray because whatever you're praying to is getting out into the universe and the universe is going to hear that message. So if the universe is hearing, I hate my life, I hate what's going on, you're going to get that all the time. If you're praying to God saying, I know I'm supposed to be channeled for something greater in my life. I know I've got a fabulous heart. I know that I'm giving kind and caring. Please take me and put me into what I was created for. So whoever it is that you're praying to could be the wind, could be your God, whatever, and surround yourself with positive people. So ruthlessly remove from your life, even if it's your family, doesn't have to be forever, ruthlessly remove these people from your life because there's a lot of naysayers out there. There's more naysayers than cheerleaders. Get with the cheerleaders because life is not a dress rehearsal. This is live. You can't go back and change it. That's amazing advice. And we really need to find those women in our lives, especially as women, there might be men listening to this as well. Men, pump up your women, elevate them, empower them. Women, find your tribe and empower those around you. We are not in a competition. We should be celebrating and elevating each other. And that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing of what you just said. You can't be in that negative mindset all the time and being down on yourself. Find that person who lifts you up as hard as that may be to ask for that help and receive that help because we're caregivers at heart. Yeah, we're caregivers and a lot of us, we just don't have a great self-esteem. I'll give you an example of that. I am in a male-dominated industry, and I'm, I'm also hanging around with a lot of pilots that are male. And I look at the difference. And even when we're, you know, in flight training classes and stuff together, and I listen to the questions that the guys ask, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I know all these answers. I won't put my hand up. How we show our self-esteem is we need to know almost a hundred percent before we'll jump in and do something. I only know 80%. So I'm not going to sign up for that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to participate until I need a little bit more. And the guys will come in with 40% knowledge and they'll be like, yep, I'm here. Let's go. And they'll pick it up as they go. They won't tell you. They won't say, I don't know this. They'll be like, yeah, I can do this. And they're in boards, whatever it is, teamwork, businesses, companies, climbing up the ladder to VPs and you name it. They're going to do it because they're like, yeah, I can do this. And they just get in and spirit and go and leverage. And what do they do? They pull people around them and say, okay, here, do this, do this, this. Whereas the women are like, oh, I can't go for that position yet because I, I need to know 
more. I'm not good enough. And the guys will feel they're not good enough either, but they'll pull it through with ego. What we will do is we'll pull it through with going back to that. I'm not good enough victim mode. Got to get out of that victim mode. Definitely. It's not serving anybody. It's not Mm -hmm. serving anybody around you. If you're not at your best self and your highest feminine divine power. We should talk about this more really with, with women. We should really open up a forum to really help women to break through this because I see women as ingeniously, they're, they're just so creative. And we're seeing that after the age of 50, there's a lot of businesses that are now being run by females. They've done the family, the children and everything, and now they can get out. We're powerful. I mean, we, we carry babies, we make babies, we raise babies. We're at the center of the household. We do everything. And we are the goddess in the household because the guy looks up to us because we keep everything running. And that's why I say like men are fabulous. It's just some of us somehow get into these negative situations. We can get out. We can, we can move on and and life can be better for sure. Mm -hmm. And we're all meant to be here for greatness. We don't have time to be mired in the muck of something that isn't serving us. It's true. And you know, and you know what, too, just to speak on behalf of the men that that are kind of do some of this stuff, they don't know. They don't know. So for women, use your power to let the men know, like teach them. We're here to teach them. And we can teach them through our love, energetically, what we want, right? And it could be something as simple as saying to your husband one day, I'm in the season to love and be loved. Now, what guy doesn't want to hear that, right? The guys that are hurting people are only hurting people because they hurt. The women who are hurting people, because women can be very hard on their husbands. They're hurting people because they hurt. If the man had the same vocabulary where he could say to his wife, that they're kind of big and powerful. But if they said to their wife, I'm in the season where I want to love and just be loved. Isn't that all what we want, but yet we can't get it? It's like elusive. Well, no, it's free. We can all get it. It's in our attitude. It's in our body language. It's in our behavior. If you want to love and be loved, just do that. Let all the small stuff go because we don't have to fight. You know, the red zone, your dog goes into the red zone. Think about how often we go into the red zone as a human being. We go off at our kids. We go off at our staff. We go off at our spouses, but we can't see ourselves, but we see it in our dog. And it's like, holy crap, the dog's gone into the red zone. At that point, the dog is now ripping something apart and there's no rhyme or reason. And we are doing exactly the same thing. So at any time you start to feel this elevation of, oh, I'm going to attack. It's time to draw back and say, guess what? I'm going to shut up for this one. I'm going to sit this one out, whatever it is, sit it out and then think about it and come back with intent, you know, come back with intent. Did the dog intend to rip something apart? No, because probably after he kills something, I know this because I have boxers after they kill something, they're like, yeah, I don't think I signed up for that one. So, and I don't think we do either. Just taking that break and stepping out because we're in control of ourselves and our own emotions and everything that feeds us and being in that tearing others down or tearing yourself down is a very, very 
toxic energy that nobody needs on the planet right now. So if you can step away and flip that, you're going to be so much better in the people around you. It's a domino effect to the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Kendra. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like we could chat and actually we have chatted for hours on end when we call for just a, a 10 minute question. You are so inspiring. What I love most is you get it done. This is your whole life so far. As soon as you're aware of something that you want to make a change, you figure out how to make the change and then go do and make the change. Just do it. There's no excuses with you. I love that. You are so kind. You're so inspiring. As we finish up here, I want to do a shout out for the event, the Mm -hmm. Wallet to Wealth fundraiser. We will put all the information along when we post this. Can you tell us a little bit about the fundraiser? So this is our third year for the annual gala. What we're doing is we're raising money for Halton Women's Place. And we have female speakers who share how they found advantage in their adversity. So each one of these speakers have had uh, significant things happen in their life and how they were able to draw from that, turn that around. You know, when you go and you hear motivational speakers and you walk away, and you're like, oh, that's really great. And then 10 minutes later, you forget. This is different. They're telling their story, they're community women, and they've created from the issues in their past life. They've been able to take that to create a business. We do have Jen Harper. She is uh, an indigenous uh, businesswoman, and she came from the intergenerational trauma from the residential school system. For Jen, she had severe trauma in her life. She lost her brother to suicide. She became alcoholic, and she had to change all of that to survive. And she wanted to give a face to the Indigenous women. And she has uh, created Cheekbone Beauty. Karen Paul, she's been around for over 40 years in her business. She's like me. She's a tough, successful businesswoman. But, you know, she fell in love when she was uh, a young teenager and she became pregnant, never saw the fellow again. And she had the baby, never saw the baby. And after 50 years, her long lost son found her and then he wanted to meet his dad. And now they're a family. Shannon Tobin, Amanda O'Reilly has made these worthy wand necklaces because somebody took her worthiness away when she was a child. Shannon Tobin, she had a childhood trauma, she and her brother, and they were told not to talk about it. She grew up with these feelings. When you're told to keep a secret, you just don't grow up with any self-esteem. She became successful in her own business, but what she decided to do was open up a charity called dare to be youth. So what I love about these speakers is that they're willing to come forward and tell the truth of what they experienced, what it meant to them, how it messed them up and what they had to live through until they snapped out of it and said enough is enough. And we're able to heal by helping others. And that's how we actually heal. Last year, we're like, oh, how's this going to go? And it was more fun than the live event. So we have a production company and, you know, we have music and spotlights and prizes and the speakers are awesome. And it's actually better on Zoom because we can see everybody so close. We don't hide anybody's faces. So you can, 
scroll through and see who's there. It's fabulous. So tickets, they start at $75. You get a full charity tax receipt. So all of the money goes to Halton Women's Place. We're looking for anything that can go into grab bags, any door prizes, any way that you'd like to showcase yourself and show up, buy a ticket, have fun. We're all connected. We haven't met each other in person, but we're like awesome friends because there's a ton of us. This girl gang is massive that we've created. Join into this energy. I mean, this is the whole thing about, you know, we're lifting each each other up. Like if you don't feel better after hearing this podcast, you know, just the energy with three friends that met each other virtually. Exactly. I've met so many people virtually over the past year and a half. And I think, well, how tall are you? <laughs> like, yeah. it'll be, I just think everyone's my height. So it'll be really odd when I meet people in person to find if they're, you know, 10 inches shorter than me or something kind of funny. But this event, so much, so much, so much fun, high energy. And exactly like you said, can a Zoom fundraiser be as successful as fun, as uplifting, 100%. How much did we raise last year? 32,000. Yeah. So this year we want to do 50,000. I loved having the dinner and the gala and everything, but there was a cost to that. If we brought in say $50,000, we had to pay for all the food and everything. We've got Tony Harris Taylor. He was in the hospital in a coma. Tony is the queen of networking. She's so good at what she does, but yeah, she was in a coma and they never thought she would come back to life. And then when she did, she learned how to walk. She couldn't even walk. She has a video of them where she's trying to walk. And so that's why she, her business is drastic steps because she had to take drastic steps to get out of that hospital. Wow. So as we wrap with me, one word of advice, phrase, something, words of wisdom to somebody who might be listening and needing to hear something. I would say be a host, like allow your body to be a host of love and joy. Believe in yourself. You've really got to believe in yourself because I think we're really hard on ourselves. And I am too. Okay. I am no different than anyone else. Yeah. Just really believe in yourself and dig in and find what your creativity is and use that. Great advice. Capitalize on it, sell it, package it up, share it. Don't hide it. <laughs> Don't leave this world without leaving a mark on it. Fantastic advice. Thank Love you so that. much for being with us today, Whitney. You're welcome. My pleasure. And until next time. Thank you for joining us at Live, Love, Enjoy with Kendra and Allison. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information and free resources, visit us at www.liveloveandjoy.com. If you're interested in expanding yourself, your personal growth, or your life, consider joining LLJ Connect. Visit us at liveloveandjoy.com forward slash LLJ connect. Until next time, live love and share joy.